Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. All right. Good to go. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we're discussing the trailer for Voyagers and finishing up the second half of Zack Snyder's epic, Justice League. So, you know, I'm continuing my uh, sending you trailers at 5 a.m. in the morning. Oh, yeah. Before before we have to go, go to work, uh, I sent you the trailer <laughs> for Voyagers. What did you think, man? Uh, a very intense trailer. I don't know. It looks like it's going to be fairly action-packed. They're obviously in a tight space. They're, you know, in a spaceship. Hopefully they can play out those action scenes uh, just as good when they go through the uh, rest of the movie. Yeah, I don't know, man. It was really intense. Yeah, and yeah kind of escalated quickly the trailer was only two minutes Mm -hmm. but it's like okay you have you're breeding these kids looks like colin farrell's the only adult yeah i mean you know these kids go through everything we we were teenagers hormones you know want to touch the other sex want to kiss and party and do drugs and stuff and you start seeing through the trailer like oh they they don't have that ability to do that but that blue goo that they keep drinking so yeah, there's all like medicated and all that emotion, all that stuff suppressed. Yeah, yeah. So when they when they kind of get wind of what that blue goo does, shit gets a little wild. So oh yeah, directed by Neil Berger, he did Limitless, uh, did a few other flicks. So might be a good one, man. Might be a good one. We'll see. Yes, sir. All right, guys, we are going to go ahead and do part two of Justice League. Bobby, let's just jump right in it, man. Yeah, so we jump right into part four, Change Machine. And let's talk about how badass comic book Batman looks <laughs> above like above the building about yeah. to drop to Gordon, man. That's like straight out the comics, man. Like that was really cool to uh look at. Yeah, I got Ben beasted up on this one. He looks humongous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um 
Yeah, it's, it's uh, definitely not the Ben Affleck from Dogma. So yeah. they gave him some of that Bane juice, is what they gave him. <laughs> <laughs> but but it looks like you know the team is meeting Gordon on the roof, and once again, J.K. Simmons phenomenal as Gordon. Looks like they're just like they're ready to go, man. They're trying to figure out yeah. where Steppenwolf is, and then drops in the next member of the team cyborg yeah it, it starts to really come together here and do the classic uh you look away and then they're all gone right <laughs> they're the, the same shit batman's been pulling on commissioner gordon for <laughs> decades now <laughs> except barry's just standing there like oh man they just that's kind of rude they just left <laughs> so this takes us to you know that underwater cavern or whatever it is uh, it's the first showdown with Steppenwolf, and we also see the Nightcrawler. Yeah, this is a fun battle. Yeah, they're going through like what did you say, like uh, some underwater underground tunnels. They're underneath what was it, uh, Gotham Harbor? Is that where they're, they're yeah. under? Yep. Yes, sir. I mean, see Steppenwolf. He's interrogating these hostages, and something he's been using, and he used it in the other part of the movie was that little spider thing that like projects people's images out of their yeah. brain. Yeah. That wasn't on the other one. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know why that was cut out. That was a, yeah. that was a cool tool yeah. to use. Uh, he's interrogating the hostages. We get a good battle here. Steppenwolf is interrogating Cyborg's dad, Silas, and then Cyborg starts attacking. Just goes apeshit on him. Yeah. Like- <laughs> and then Diana jumps in. You can just tell this dude hates the Amazons. Like out of everybody, the Atlanteans... Humans, everybody, he hates the Amazons the most. The most, man. <laughs> he talks shit through the whole movie. <laughs> Yo, that's in my notes later, actually, man. Like, how much shade he throws at Diana, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, through the whole thing. Uh, but this is, like I said, this is a dope fight scene, man. It's a dope battle. Uh, you see Barry trying to get the hostages out. Yeah. You see Batman fighting parademons. You know, really outmanned and outmatched Batman is, but I like it because he stays in the fight, man. You know, he's not scared. I love that. No, he gets ass kicked. Like the parademons are throwing him around. <laughs> he just he stays like I said, he just stays in it, man. Yeah. That's that's something another comment I have for later as well <laughs> about him. Uh but um, now we get some good fights here. Uh good extended scene. We see Barry fight a lot more. We get to see Diana and Steppenwolf a little bit more in-depth fight than it was yeah. for the first time around. Uh, and then we end up where they're, you know, they've already fought the pair of demons and they're under this, under the Gotham Harbor, but they're in like a long tunnel and Cyborg flies in and he starts shooting at him with the uh, Nightcrawler. Yeah. And he starts shooting some missiles at him. And what I like here and Snyder's choice was, when he caught the missile, he didn't say nothing this time. Right? The first time he says, uh, you know, such primitive weapons or something like that. This time yeah. he just he just catches it and smiles and lets it go and busts a hole in the side of the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, I also want to note, if given enough time, I think Diana could have whooped his ass, man, and won. Dude, she gets, she gets a good amount of screen time on this version. Yeah. And a good amount of dialogue. He's always yeah. saying something that's very caring 
like through the whole movie too. Yeah. Even though she, even though she's whooping ass, she still is like real <laughs> caring and kind of motherly to all the other ones. You know, Especially I Bruce. Think, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, so like she was actually given Steppenwolf the hands. She was giving him the business, mm-hmm. right? But there's a parademon that gets in the way. Barry gets in the way. You know, there's a crossfire or something else. But it was just literally like an open field of one-on-one battle between them two. Yeah. I think give her enough time, bro. She takes him down, man. Well, he does have that dope armor on, though. Yo, man. You mean that $70 million armor yeah, he got? Yeah, $70 million armor. <laughs> Better keep his ass alive for the second half of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, the, there's a bunch of water flowing into this tunnel now. And our next team member shows up, Aquaman. He comes in and he holds the water back long enough for them to get, get over to the Nightcrawler and start to get out of the, the way so they don't get hit by all the water. So they get away, the team does, and then this next scene, like, Steppenwolf has that weird-ass dream about the life equation. Yeah, the anti-life equation. The anti-life equation, something that Darkseid is after? Yeah, so the anti-life equation is what Darkseid saw in the first half of the movie when he, like, hits his weapon on the ground. Mm -hmm. And that big design shows up that's like fire and lava and stuff when he's, uh... to miss yeah. the big battle. Ooh. Uh, so apparently that was lost at some point when he you know, got his ass handed to him and they left the planet. <laughs> the mother box shows Steppenwolf that. That's even greater thing than finding the mother boxes and all that. Gotcha. I, I don't really know well, what it cool. is, but it's just part of the plot. Of the movie. <laughs> all, all we All we really know is that Darkseid is coming. That's all we know, really, right? <laughs> Moving forward a, a little bit, you know, the team is back at, in the Batcave, and they're just chilling, right? <laughs> but I do love how they're kind of round-robin around the table, talking about what they're going to do. Yeah. Barry's like, I mean, I think we're all thinking it, but I don't think it's a good idea, right? <laughs> <laughs> but before they oh, yeah. even decide to, like, do that, a dope scene is every time Vic talks about the history of the Mother Box or whatever... He's chilling in his Letterman's jacket. He's just a regular kid, no metallic in his Letterman's jacket, and just walking through the past and talking about it. I thought that was a really cool addition to give uh, Ray Fisher some more screen time. Like, I like that. Yeah, and I feel like it's kind of like his point of view when he's looking at all this stuff, right? Yeah. When he's, like, going network to network and looking up information, it's like he's himself in that. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. But they all decide to use the mother box to try to bring Superman back. Good idea, bad idea, no clue at this point in time, but damn it, they're going to do it. Arthur thinks it's a bad idea 100% of the time. (laughs) 100% of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, then we get to uh, the next next scene where Martha goes to see Lois. I think this is a weird-ass scene, but continue. It's, It's very weird, and the only thing that, ties this scene back to the movie is Lois getting that push to go back to work. Yeah, right. I don't I don't know if this was like an original like this was this was filmed back in 16 and 17 mm-hmm. with Martian Manhunter as Martha Kent like walking out and it's actually her or yeah. was this something he did just for this movie? But I mean, as far as Martian Manhunter, he doesn't he doesn't do nothing in the movie. <laughs> oh, he does. He does, but we'll talk about that later. <laughs> well, but, you know, he... <laughs> I got you. 
But no, he like Martha is Martha goes to to see Lois. That they, they talk, got to get back yeah. in the world, yeah. And then walks out and walks out of the apartment and changes it into Martian Manhunter. So it was Martian Manhunter the whole time. I don't know if Zack Snyder did that just as a fan appeasement or was this something that was in the works back in 16 and 17? You mean, okay, I follow you now. You mean originally maybe it was just Martha and she just leaves the apartment and that's the end of the day. I, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing that really makes sense. And he's just like, I'm just going to fan service right here, which (laughs) I'm not, I'm not mad about. If it wasn't there, it wouldn't matter that much. In other words. Exactly. (laughs) Team's still talking about trying to bring Superman back. Right. Basically, they're worried about the box waking up and Stefan Wolf learning where this one's at. I do like that they kept in the uh, the, the team shoveling up the casket of Clark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but uh, Barry's like, hey, what, what, do you, what do you think about Diana? You know, you think she'll go for a younger guy? And uh, Cyborg, yeah, she's 5,000 years old. She's older than everybody. So. Mm-hmm. But it's cool because it's a lot more character building, and that's why we're at four hours and some change for this movie. Yeah, we'll hear a little bit of back and forth from uh, Diana and Arthur talking about how the Amazons hate Atlanteans, Atlanteans hate Amazons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they get Superman back to his ship via a military truck. Uh, they get inside, and this is a cool scene for me where Barry's wheeling Clark's casket through the ship, and all the suits start coming out. Yeah. And he's like... They know he's here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Which, like, you, you know for a little bit, like, this has to work because he's kind of not dead. He's just kind of dormant, right? Right. This, this has to work, no matter what. So Arthur uh, places Clark in the, the pool in the ship, and they find out through Cyborg hacking in the computer that there's not enough charge to wake this box. So Barry's got to run, make that charge in order to get the ship to get the box to activate so that they can bring Superman back. Yeah, but before they can do it, right, they're, he's, they're counting down and Cyborg has this post-apocalyptic vision, yeah. kind of like the nightmare that Bruce had in Batman versus Superman. That's a reoccurring theme. Yeah, and that's like straight from the ship. Yeah. Yeah, the ship the whole time was just saying this is... Don't do this, pretty much. You know, this is a bad idea. <laughs> and Bruce is over there like, do it. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> all, all, all brooding and shit, so. <laughs> so before they can really stop anything, Barry's on the run. He's already heading towards the box. It's really cool. Like I said, we get some more Barry scenes. And he kind of turns, he starts turning back time. He's running so fast to get this yeah. energy up. Yep. Time starts ticking back real slow right before he touches the box. Yeah, so through the use of the box, they awake Clark, Kal-El, mm-hmm. Superman, but he wakes up pissed off. He wakes up angry, not really knowing where he is yet. Yeah. And actually just lays hands on the whole damn team. Like, just, just even yeah. Diana, I'm like, bro, really? You going to put yeah. her in the ground like that? And <laughs> does try, like, literally tries to kill uh, Bruce. <laughs> I love the amount of use of his heat vision in this movie. Like, the most powerful weapon he's got. He never uses it. In this one, he's just using it the whole time. Fantastic. (laughs) Batman has those gauntlets on that, you know, pick up all that energy. So one got fried, put the other one on. 
Another one, I got fried as well, and it wasn't until Lois Lane jumps around the corner. She's like, hey, Clark, what's up, man? Like, <laughs> Clark punches the hell out of Batman, like, up oh against gosh. that car. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Like, dude gets mollywopped, man. I'm yeah. telling you, like, this is just a reoccurring theme that happened. Like, Batman is a human. Yeah, but he just takes it, man. He took oh, a, dude. Took a stomach punch from a Kryptonian. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why your your insides didn't come out your ass, but whatever, though, <laughs> <no>, you know? <laughs> like, like if he would have stepped on, like, a ketchup packet. <laughs> it just would have been. <laughs> I mean, I that that is the equivalent, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I didn't know yeah. Superman was using 2% power on him. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Good God. Uh, uh, yeah, so he sees Lois, and they hug. She says, let's go, and they fly off. Yeah. Uh, this is something I enjoyed. During that fight when Barry runs into Aquaman. So just FYI, I'm going to call him Arthur, because I really don't like calling him Aquaman. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's only really one Aquaman <laughs> in my life, and that's uh, Vincent Chase from Entourage. So <laughs> <laughs> we can call him Arthur. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Well, so he runs into him, and they both, like, smash him against the steps. This poor, uh, he just, like, points at Barry. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> he just points right at him, Barry's like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so at this point, um, they knew if they were going to light up this mother box that uh, the baddies were going to come for the box. Mm-hmm. Um, Steppenwolf comes through, oh, yeah. gets the box, and um, almost gets it. But before he does, uh, Silas Stone lasers it yeah. to make it super hot, super charged, and kill- sacrifices himself. And then Steppenwolf grabs the box and kind of, you know, floats away like he mm-hmm. does throughout the whole movie. Did you notice a slight, like, Hulk scene in this one? Where Steppenwolf's, like, breaking through that glass? It's, like, real <laughs> slow motion. He's just, like, busting through those things. It looks like when Hulk's running down that aisle. Chasing after Black Widow. <laughs> so the vibe that I got, and I, I did notice that, and I looked at that twice. I, yeah. I actually re- re- rewound it. The vibe that I got was actually Metallic Terminator. Mm. The Terminator at the end when he's just like the robot. Yeah. And he's like ducking under stuff and trying to get through. That's the vibe that I got. And I was like, oh, dude, that's pretty pretty dope callback, man. I like it. So we got Clark. Him and Lois just chilling at the farm. He's kind of remembering himself. Remembering who he is. He loves this woman. Eventually his mom comes through and they just kind of have a moment on the farm together. Hanging out shirtless too. That's whatever. You know, just all shirtless, you know. <laughs> just finished up his damn laundry on on his stomach. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, at, at this point, yeah, he's kind of starting to recognize home, getting his bearings. Yeah. So the the team is back in the uh, back cave, and they they devise a plan to beat Steppenwolf. And then Vic actually fixes Vic Cyborg. I like to call him Vic instead. Yeah, that's cool. Fixes the ship, and they find out where Steppenwolf is. Uh, a lot of good ex- exposition, a lot of good character development within these scenes as as well. Mm-hmm. Um, There's just so much more added value. Uh, as I as I said in the pod before, guys, this is just. Zack Snyder's love letter to the DC Justice League and fires on all cylinders and does a fantastic job. So in my notes, I wrote the uh, super friends show up to the Batcave. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. it. I like it. 
Oh. My next note says the bad guys has all the parts now. So <laughs> S- simple and true, man. <laughs> right? Simple and true. <laughs> right? Bad guy has all for, the parts. For the record, guys, we don't like rehearse this or anything. I hope you can tell. <laughs> We just separately take notes and then we just get on this pod and just try to let it rip. Uh, some, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, guys, but this is our format. So, yeah. Let me say something else. Uh, I love how Barry, how excited Barry is when he gets here. And this is one thing I was talking about. His character's got to stay like this, this whole movie. And he does it all the time. Just super nerdy. Excited. Yeah. Crazy. And then, man, Diana, just gorgeous. Every scene she's in, she's gorgeous. Yeah, like I said, dude, she just she has a way to that when she's in frame. Yeah, she's just stunning. But mm-hmm. only is she like beautiful, Gal Gadot's character as Diana Prince, Wonder Woman. But she just looks powerful in yeah. every scene. Like she just strikes like she's Straight beautiful. Ass. She's beautiful, but don't f with her. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back on the farm, Clark's getting his mind back, reunites with Martha. He says he's got a second chance and that they brought me back for a reason and he's got to find out. So you can start seeing that he's really back. He's not going to go and try to kill Bruce Wayne again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say it, man. It's literally like my favorite thing about this movie. It's in all caps in my notes. It's Black Suit Superman. Mm-hmm. He takes off, goes back to the ship, and as he's walking to the ship, all this, all these different suits keep popping out. And he's trying to decide which one. There's a voiceover from Jorel. There's a voiceover from Paul Kent. And yeah. you know, he's trying to decide like what man he's gonna be in this post yeah. Superman returns world. And he suits up as black suit Superman. Yeah. This was so it was so good, like the monologue from the other movies and mixing it in yeah. with Jonathan Kent. Yeah, it was fantastic. And then like that awesome imagery, you know, that like Jesus savior imagery in yeah. front of the sun. Cause they played that hard in man of steel. And that fact they kept it, they kept bringing it back. Mm. And I loved it, man. So much fun. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. So over dinner the other night, Carmen and I, uh, we sat down and I turned on the movie Speed and she was actually digging it, man. Oh yeah. I was fully surprised. She's not really an action movie type of person, but she was entrenched in the movie. It's one of those big cinematic adventures that happen on, on film with Keanu Reeves. You know, movies have this ability to bring people together, to post up in the theater and enjoy an amazing cinematic adventure. Javi, what's the first big movie event that you can recall in your life? I have to say Space Cowboys. Oh, man, great movie. I was like 13, 14 years old, bunch of friends going out to the gym theater and having a good time in Kannapolis, North Carolina. Mine would be 1996, Independence Day. My mom took me, my brother, all of our friends to go see this movie, right? Will Smith and Jeff Goldblum, and they're taking on aliens. And the theater was full. Everybody was there to just see this amazing movie, and we all were there, and it was just enjoyable. Just one of my favorite moments, man. Yeah, movie moments, they're memorable, and everybody has their all-time favorite favorite movie moments what was yours the prestige christian bale versus hugh jackman wolverine versus batman (laughs) as magicians 
what Hugh Jackman does to ensure his magic trick works. I'm not going to spoil it, but mind blowing. What about you, man? For me, it was the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man Ghostbusters. <laughs> Love that movie. <laughs> Love that scene. <laughs> Just a great scene in general. <laughs> and on that note, we would love to engage with all you guys and talk about your favorite movie moments as well. And you can find us at Movie in a Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and you can also find us on Facebook as well. Yeah, guys. Don't forget to add, like, and share our content. We hope to hear from you all soon. So the team, shy of Superman right now still, they uh, assault this dome that Steppenwolf has created since the beginning of the movie. He's been working on it, working on it, working on it. Bruce gets in. He destroys the tower. The dome falls. And this scene is really badass, too. It's just a incredible step up over the 2017. Oh, yeah. So much more added value. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got uh, you know, a pair of demons. They're attacking Batman. They're at these guns up on towers and shooting these humongous cannons at everybody, too. Yes! The, the pair yeah. of demons on mountain cannons? That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when I first saw that part of the movie, I was like, all right. They got some, some military strategy going on. They're not just crazy killing everything, right? Yeah. So it shows you they're an army. The one call out that I do have, man, from this whole battle... Before they even get to like the center where the mother boxes are, is that um that dope United superhero shot before they go into that before they crash into that building? Did you see that? <laughs> oh yeah, I got that in my notes too. Yeah, yeah, man. That I got is... I wrote a team up shot. <laughs> it's Yo. just set up. So like, and I I I try to think about it other times that this happened. You know, Josh Whedon did it in 2012 Avengers. When they all like mm -hmm. was in the circle and the shot kind of panned around them. But I liked it better at the beginning of Age of Ultron where you see the shot in the beginning where they're kind of running in the snow or whatever. Yeah. And they get that one action shot. That's like this. And that's yeah. like you got to have have one of those, man. Call it a cliche. Call it whatever you want. But you don't have one of those badass shots. Mm -hmm. The movie's trash, okay? <laughs> well, this is like the first point where they're all together as a team. Yep. I think that's what that symbolizes is, okay, we're all on the same page now. We're not fighting amongst each other at this point. Exactly. And this is, this is another part I was talking about. So Arthur, through the whole movie, is fascinated about how crazy Bruce Wayne is, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's a, This is where he tells him, too, he's like, you're out of your mind, Bruce, and he's got the top ripped off of his uh, Batmobile, and he's just sitting in it like like I could, he could have just died like a few seconds ago, <laughs> and he's just cool with it. <laughs> so, uh, just a quick shot next, right? We have yeah. Superman lands in the Batcave, and uh, Alfred meets Superman is what I have in my notes, mm. and he goes, he calls him Master Kent. Like, I love Alfred, man. He's just... Yeah. He's just like, Master Kent, who's expecting you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he gets a lot of good good screen time in this version as well. But yeah, he just says, uh, he said you would come. It's hopefully not too late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's do it, Javi. Let's talk about this final battle with Steppenwolf, man. We are here right now. Steppenwolf has got the mother boxes together. We didn't really specify that. So the mother boxes are together. They're starting to synchronize. And Arthur and Cyborg or Arthur and Vic show up to where uh, Steppenwolf's standing next to the mother boxes. 
Deadpool's juiced right now, right? He's got like blue eyes and he's a uh, Galloex or something going on. Yeah, he's cheating. Dude, he's he's on he's on some blue goo or something himself. I don't know. Juice before the b- big game, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So he starts trying to attack Arthur and Vic. They work together and knock his ass back. Diana shows up and more once again more shit talking from him. No. <laughs> Yo, he talked about his mo- her mama, man. Yeah. Why you do that, bro? He hasn't talked to any of the other people, any of the other team members aside <laughs> from Diana. Just talking shit about the Amazons. <laughs> like, he brought her mother into the yeah. conversation. You don't do that, bro. You gonna piss somebody off, man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's he all fun games you talk, you talk about somebody's mama, and she gets pissed. Oh, yeah. She is hot. Arthur and uh, Diana are fighting Steppenwolf and Cyborg gets into position to start uh, going after this mother box to try to break them up. Let's not forget about Barry and he's yeah. doing his like speed force run fast thing throughout this whole area or whatever mm-hmm. to pick up enough speed so he can transfer that to Vic right? to separate the boxes. Yeah. So, so that's going on throughout the, the, this whole fight and Batman loved the guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually doing work against some parademons. He's keeping them he, off of them, you know? Yeah, he, he's kind of protecting the perimeter at this point, trying to clear them off. Because <laughs> I don't that, think he wants to go after Steppenwolf. Well, that's, <laughs> that's just not good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is not... Like, you thought, like, Kal-El was about to whoop your ass, bro? Yeah, this dude got an axe, okay? Well, that, um, that lets you know he's he's smart, at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He told them, y'all go into the middle. I'm just going to hang out out here. <laughs> I'll take care of the, the pair of demons. Yeah, bro. <laughs> the stragglers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this whole time Barry's saying, you know, I can't hold this speed. I can't hold this. Steppenwolf sneaks up behind Cyborg and goes to hit him with his axe. And at this point, Superman drops in. The axe hits him like on the shoulder. And he just looks at Steppenwolf like, not impressed. <laughs> not impressed. How much badass do you have to be to yeah. one... Like, take a flaming axe to your uh, shoulder and say, not impressed. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Then he uh, freeze-breaths the axe and shatters it. No wonder these boxes were just held up until he died, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, don't mess with this guy, man. And they they talked about that a little bit earlier in the movie, about it being afraid of Superman. Yeah, these mother boxes being scared of him after he died. You know, that cry... Heard around around the world, they came alive at that point. Yeah. So, but yeah, Superman he definitely puts hands on Steppenwolf. This is not the same Steppenwolf we've seen throughout the entire movie. Like this right. guy is like, I'm catching an ass whooping. You can see it in his eyes, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once again, we get that heat vision. So awesome, man! Takes off one of his damn horns, man. Yeah, yeah. He cuts like. <laughs> Cuts his horn off. Almost like right up against his skull. Zero fucks, man. He gave no dams about that. <laughs> like Superman is clearly like messing up that $70 million suit, bro. You know, that's, that's what he's doing. The heat vision just burns right through it. No, no issues with that. All this time, you know, all this is going, all this fighting. Barry's still running. <laughs> yep. He's still running. And finally, one of the uh, pair demons actually shoots him. Catches him uh, while he's running, and he hits the ground pretty hard. At the same time, Superman's still inside, punching the shit out of Steppenwolf, and <laughs> just 
keeps la- laser eye on his armor. He's just destroying it. But at the same exact time as well, guys, this is breakneck speed stuff yeah. that's happening yep. right here. Things are really back to back to back. Uh, the boxes like converge together into one. And I think, what does Batman say? Like, oh shit or something? Like slides down or whatever or propels down. Whatever the hell he does. Yeah. I don't know how the hell, how the hell he, he travels. <laughs> he's hanging out with, we're hanging out with gods and he got a rope. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's almost he's almost like Spider-Man almost. Yeah. <laughs> so he he gets down but there's like this white this big old white explosion that that yeah. happens and everybody gets taken out and then it pans out to where Barry is and he kind of puts his hand out to kind of stop it I guess or stop yeah, like I, him from being exploded or something. I don't know if he phased so all those, all that debris could go through them. Yeah, yeah, true. I don't really understand exactly what it did. That's kind of what it looked like. Yeah, and yeah, then he starts talking to himself here and kind of encouraging himself. And you know, right before that, he needed to heal, so he's concentrating on healing from that shot. Then he starts telling himself, you know, you got to run faster than the speed of light. It's time to break the rule. So he starts hauling ass. Yeah, you know, Barry breaks the speed of light, reversing time. Not going to lie, I still hate the way he runs. Oh, yeah, definitely. But the visuals around him are, like, super dope, man. Super fun yeah. to watch. He kind of builds up enough speed or whatever and actually, you know, goes back into the center, touches Vic, and Vic has another wild vision, man, from yeah. the boxes. Like, what, him as a normal self, his dad and mom, and they're like, come with, come with us, we'll make you normal. They talked to him about making him whole again. That's what they said. Yeah, yeah. So something cool, too, about that scene where Barry's running as they're going back in time. Do you notice you could see, like, all the molecules coming back together? Like, you could see, like, the bones, the muscle. Yeah. All that shit coming back. That was badass. I like that part of it. Yeah, dude. Like, and, and that's what I was talking about. You know, the, those are the visuals that are just, like, super dope in this scene. Yeah hate the way he runs, but everything else that's going on that he's generating with this speed force going in reverse or whatever is just really awesome to watch, man. And it's really engaging. So after uh, Vic's vision, you know, he starts separating the boxes and with the help of Superman, you know, Superman go over there and it's just like, done, whatever. (laughs) Job well done, guys. Job well done. So then it's like, what do we do with Steppenwolf, right? Without even hesitation, <laughs> your boy Arthur just takes the trident and stabs him in the back. Yeah. And just like literally has him in the air. Once again, man, he didn't have his armor. His armor was all beat up from Superman. Yeah. He got his ass whooped. It was all the armor. <laughs> $70 million is... dollar armor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but this, but this, <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, but so Arthur like picks him up, you know, has stabs him in the back with the trident. Uh, Superman punches him. And because you wanted to talk shit about Diana's mom, mm-hmm. she decapitates his ass, man. <laughs> but the but you know, there's uh. this ring. We didn't talk about it, but when the mother boxes came together finally, there was this like ring to a different portal with Darkseid watching them. Yeah, right. So Darkseid's right there with his troops, and as Diana de- decapitates him, uh, Steppenwolf, the head rolls through this portal. Right in front of Darkseid's feet. Darkseid is like, just looks pissed off. Yeah. And you see, uh, you know, all the super friends. I mean, the Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> right. 
looking at Darkseid from this other portal before the portal closes. So Yeah, Darkseid's just like, uh, I think we're we're good. Let's just <laughs> let's just close this portal. Hey Doctor Strange, can you close your sling ring, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at this point, Darkseid's pissed. Decide says, you know, Stefan will fail. I told you he was going to. And he says they're going to have to use the uh, old ways to get to Earth so they can get the anti-life equipment. Prepare the armada. Yeah. Look up, let's talk, talk about Decide for a second. Like, who the hell tells their, their, their god, their master, like, bruh, I told you your boy wasn't going to come through, man. Like, yeah. you know, like... <laughs> and you know who, uh, I don't know how accurate this is, but Ready Player One, Irock. Kind of looked like that's who he was. It looked like him, yeah. Shaped after. That's who I thought when I saw him the first time. I was like, it looks like I rock. Two digital characters yeah. made made by Warner Brothers, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So he just that does the old "I told you so," and they're gonna be coming to Earth. The next scene is just right out of the uh, same thing from the twenty seven scene. You know, yeah. they're at this nuclear uh, reactor facility and they kind of climb up on top of one of these and they just kind of look out, man. They're just kind of like mm-hmm. in this superhero shot, really. They're not really standing cool. They're just kind of standing there smiling. Not Bruce Wayne. He looks brooding, but, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. They just save the day. Yeah. They, they get on the ship and head back to wherever the hell they head back here. But I think now we're in the epilogue, right? Basically the end of the part six. In the epilogue, not too long, but we'll, we'll run through it for you guys before we give our, our ratings and everything. Vic is back home at the apartment and fixes that tape recorder that his dad left and starts listening to it. And Silas is the monologue throughout the whole thing. Which I thought was pretty cool, seeing as he sacrificed himself to uh, basically give them the winning edge. Just real quick, as this monologue is happening... Uh, Arthur Curry goes to see his dad. Ryan Cho, director of like nanotechnology, starts to run Star Labs. Maybe he was going to be something big later on. Bruce Wayne opens Wayne Manor back up. You know, the Justice League roundtable he's going to throw in there. Can't get his farm back through the help of Bruce Wayne. It also looks like the next scene, Batman's sense of justice is restored. Yeah. Right? Like, remember... He was like this alcoholic type guy back in Batman versus Superman. So like, you know, what he is now. He had an arc as well, which was mm-hmm. interesting. He also has a bat tank, apparently. I was just about to say that he beat me to it. This ridiculous bat tank, right? This Humongous. is the bat tank from um uh the Dark Knight Returns. Ridiculous. It's Dude, so ridiculous. like one of my one of my all time favorite comics is the Dark Knight Returns. Because uh, it's an elder Batman. This freaking tank, though, man. It's That's why he massive. destroys everything. That's why everything gets destroyed. Because he's trying to drive a tank through <laughs> the streets of Gotham. And Bro, there's barely to... room to ride a bike through there. <laughs> <laughs> right? Man is on a one-way street, bro. Yeah. Right? <laughs> just destroying all, all the brick, the brickwork and all everything that's been done. Don't forget you know, to... Um, Barry uh, talks to his dad about him getting that job job at the yeah, crime lab. Yeah, yeah, that is right. He gets his uh, job job. Diana also <laughs> thinks... It looks like Diana, as she's holding that arrow, that she's thinking yeah. about home. Oh, yeah. I think she's worried about home from what Steppenwolf was saying. Yeah. yeah. She, she needs to go back. Yeah. But then we got Clark, you know, gets the call to have to go out and be Superman, so pulls the so, shirt open. And I'm thinking, like... 
all right, he got the blue one back on. He's got the blue one in his note. Still badass black suit Superman. I love this. I love this when Russell Crowe was rocking this in Man of Steel. So this is dope. We got that weird uh, scene with Lex Luthor is out of jail and he hires Deathstroke. <laughs> you know, it's a real quick cut scene of him on a yacht. It looks like in the south of France or whatever. But let's talk about this, man. That, that Bruce Wayne post-apocalyptic dream. We see all these pair demons trolling. And we got Batman, Vic, Mira, and Deathstroke are all hanging out with Batman right now. Apparently... Superman did something to Arthur because Mirror's pretty pissed about it. <laughs> uh, she wants to stab Superman in the heart with her trident. Uh, we see Barry's there as well. And then we hear the Joker laughing. What did you think about this version of Joker? I was one of the few that liked the Joker and Suicide Squad. I think it was like a really dope, weird, different approach to the character. Mm-hmm. And I really liked it. This one is a post-apocalyptic hanging out with Batman. He's in chain. He's like, you know, he's in yeah. his chain, chained up or whatever. But Jared Leto killed this scene, man. Was fantastic. Once again, we talked about Jared Leto a few weeks ago, how he takes on these weird-ass roles. Mm-hmm. He finally did Joker justice. Like, just wild. Messed with Batman's psyche. Messed with Batman's yeah. head. And just diabolical and i just i just i just soaked up this whole scene man it was just one of my favorites and it's like at the end <laughs> yeah i didn't like i liked his dialogue i wasn't too thrilled with his look like i like that they got rid of all the tattoos and all that crazy stuff yeah but he looked i feel like he looked too clownish like like i don't really know exactly the words to use but he didn't look as tough i guess as he did before that's just my opinion on it. Like, he just looked kind of, I don't know, looked like a birthday party clown to just, <laughs> was trying to do his lipstick on the way over. <laughs> hit, a, hit a speed bump, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I definitely enjoyed his dialogue through it, though. That's the only thing yeah. that kind of irked me about it. I was like, oh, I don't like the way this guy looked. Yeah. <laughs> and then after that dialogue, a little bit, you know, Cyborg gets like a reading and down comes off the ship, red and blue suit Superman. Yeah. And he got his heat vision locked and loaded. And then Bruce Wayne wakes up from this dream. (laughs) This was, that was a dark dream. I mean, they were Batman and Joker were really diving into the feels on that one. Like bringing up the boy wonder Harley Quinn. Yep. They, They weren't pulling any punches. They weren't pulling punches at all. And then he wakes up, walks outside, and he's he's greeted by uh Martian Manhunter, right? <laughs> who basically who basically says, Hey man, uh good stuff out there against Steppenwolf. <laughs> yeah. I I got you next time, fam, yeah. right? Like <laughs> Right. He's been on Earth this entire time, right? Yeah. And says, like, I got you, bro. Don't worry yeah. about it next time. <laughs> and Let's see, they bring up the uh, the anti-life equation as well. That they got to find it, yeah. Yeah, that leads us back in, back back all the way back around to that. <laughs> hmm. Guys, and that is our, our discussion on Zack Snyder's Justice League. All right, Javi, this was a four-hour triumph that we needed to do two pods for. Oh, yeah. Overall, man, talk to me. 
What'd you think? You know, I think if this movie would have came out in 2017, as we talked about before, we would all love to have this four-hour movie then. Yeah. It didn't happen that way, but we got it now. Great stories for everybody. Great lead-ins and clues and stories and everything else to the plot of this movie. It wasn't just, okay, here's a guy looking for these three boxes. They got to stop them. Steppenwolf had a story arc. He had a backstory. Yeah. Everybody had that. So I really enjoyed it. I've watched it quite a few times already. <laughs> Same. Definitely. Uh, you know, there's also now Restore the Snyderverse trending, right? Have you seen that? I have, man. I have. I have. And I'm pretty excited about yeah. it. <laughs> I, I was I was I did not uh hashtag any of the Snyder cut, but yeah. I'm definitely hashtagging restore the Snyderverse. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely, man. So this movie, man, how many buckets of popcorn do you give it? I'm gonna give this one five out of five. Hands down, definitely five out of five as well, mm-hmm. man. Like you said, there was just story arc for everybody. You have this amer- amazing actor, Ray Fisher, who just brought like a complex Vic Stone, a.k.a. Cyborg, to the table. Diana was amazing. Everybody hated on Ben Affleck when he first became Batman, that he was too fat to play him, uh, that he'll never live <laughs> up to, to, to Christian Bale. But he was just, he just did it different. Yeah, and I think that's I think that's the beauty of it, man. He just did it entirely different, and that was fun. It's two different Batman worlds. Yeah, he did it different. He did it in his own Batman universe, I guess. Yeah, this movie definitely gets five out of five, man. I mean, we saw Martian Manhunter <laughs> twice. <laughs> My man said, "I got you next time, fam." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like Bruce's reaction. He's just so chill. He's like, "Well, uh, thanks." Uh, <laughs> Good, good to have you around. <laughs> like, you got a, you got a pager number or anything yeah, I can yeah. get you up with? <laughs> get in touch with you. Yeah. You got a, got a box of phone? You got a phone, <laughs> phone bank or anything? <laughs> a phone bank. <laughs> no, man. Yeah, this movie, uh, definitely five out of five buckets of popcorn. Highly recommend. If you're not one to be able to sit down through a four hour movie straight like me, I have problems. I'm a cinephile, as they say. You know, definitely watch it in, in two parts like we just did with our pod. So, guys, highly recommend. Definitely. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Movie in a Pod. Uh, join us on the next pod for our Netflix random pick, Yes Day, starring Jennifer Gardner and Edgar Ramirez. Once again, I am Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter as I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. J8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.